Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to CSI. Little who? Why not? Never done any who on this show. I don't think ever. Really? I don't think we have. No, it doesn't. I don't think uh, we've done any who. I'm a fan. I wouldn't say they're my favorite band of all time, but I like them. Never saw them live. Might do it. They're doing a Hollywood Bowl thing. You know, one of their final tours. They've done. They've been doing final tours since 1978. But this is the latest in the final tours. Only two of them left mm-hmm. of the originals. It's uh, Townsend and Entwistle. I mean, sorry, Entwistle's dead. Townsend and uh, and Roger Daltrey, of course, the only two that are left. But I mean, that's kind of who you need, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. That's the Who. Don't be fooled again. I think they then the Who now does all the CSI. They sold everything to just use them all in the CSI Miami, mm-hmm. CSI, whatever. 
And that's how they start off every CSI. And that's how we started off this week's Cover to Cover. Welcome back, everyone, to the Thursday edition of Cover to Cover. So much to cover on this episode. And the reason we started with Don't Be Fooled Again by The Who is because I've been watching a show on Netflix that everybody tells me to watch, Alex. You have to watch Bad Vegan. Bad Vegan is a documentary once again it's a netflix documentary so what does that mean that means what netflix is going to do they're going to chop this up into nine parts Mm -hmm. when you could probably (laughs) tell it in 10 minutes but they're going to go ahead and make it eight parts all of which are just filled with stuff you don't really need to know Mm -hmm. just get to the point and i'm three episodes into bad vegan and uh i'm interested and i'll explain a little bit about it now, I, may, I think many of you are watching it, so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Now, this, I guess, goes along with all of the ones that are out there currently. Uh, the Tinder Swindler. Um, we just, we're reading a lot about swindling, people being swindled. Mm-hmm. And this is another one. Bad the, vegan. Who is the, the woman with the turtleneck? Yes, exactly. She's yes, huge. Right, Everyone right. Loves yeah, her. She's got a whole day. They, they made a documentary about her, and then mm-hmm. they made a scripted show about her as yes. well. The guy from WeWork, same thing. Mm, He's yeah. some sort of swindler. Yeah. So that, and same thing with that. They made a documentary about him. Now there's a scripted <sighs> show with Anne Hathaway and, and Jared Leto for that uh, WeWork as well, mm-hmm. which I hear is great. So, anyway, a lot of swindling going on, and this is the latest in the. It's like the new true crime. Everyone was in on true. We all wanted true crime documentaries, mm-hmm. and now it seems like we want swindler documentaries. Now, let me tell you my issue with swindler documentaries. I check out immediately because the moment I hear the first swindle thing, I'm like, I would be out right. I know I say this yeah. all the time on the podcast, but. I would be out immediately. How are these idiots getting this far in? Like this woman from Bad Vegan wound up giving this over the course of the. I haven't gotten to the end yet, so I, I, you know, bear with me as I, as I just tell you about the first three episodes I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's just shocking how I don't. It's dumb. The right word, I guess it is because. First of all, let me just say this. I don't even know what wiring money is. Is that the same as Venmo and Cash App or whatever? Because anytime you hear, wire me money from some sort of foreign land or I'm in trouble, wire me money, doesn't everybody go, I'm out on mm-hmm. the wire money thing? There's ways to send money, certain amounts, Venmo and all that. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it these days. When you got to go to a, a, a Western Union in a in a in a grocery store mm-hmm. and start wiring over uh, over country lines. We got a problem. Yeah, something's up. Something's fishy. Don't be wiring anybody mm-hmm. any money, especially people. You, I feel like it's a lot of. And this is the same thing with this with this bad vegan woman. Okay, now let me give you a little backstory on bad vegan. I know a lot of podcasts probably talking about this, and you guys are like, I already heard twenty five podcasts talk. Morning toast already covered it. All right, but here it goes. She owned a very famous vegan restaurant in New York. I do vaguely remember the restaurant. It was the first of its kind. It was, you know, pure vegan. Everything in it was vegan restaurant. And everybody was going. All the, all the high, big-time celebrities, the Clintons were going. And, you know, what it was. New York uh, socialites and everybody was there. Al, and she keeps, this woman, weirdly enough, keeps bringing Alec Baldwin into the <laughs> into this documentary, which is so strange to me. I, unless this pays off in the end, then I could be wrong. I'm like, why are we even talking about Alec Baldwin? She was like, and I could have been with Alec Baldwin. He was interested in me for a while. He mm. was tweeting about my restaurant. 
And I was like, oh, you know, all right. I, I think at this point we've we've come to realize, and I and I was a, probably a late adapter to this that Alec Baldwin might be a bit of a weirdo. So, but he was. He was tweeting things about the restaurant, tweeting things about her. Mm -hmm. She's a good-looking woman who owns a restaurant, so people seem to be completely floored by this. Every, yeah. Nobody can even, you know, without commenting on, what a gorgeous woman who runs this restaurant. They keep bringing up that. So then she keeps talking about Alec Baldwin. I could have been with Alec Baldwin. I could have been with Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin this, Alec Baldwin that. I'm like, poor Alec Baldwin's probably like, geez, I don't got enough fucking problems right now. I got Now this woman's got to drag me into bad vegan. Mm-hmm. So, and then she was, she goes, and then I, I rejected Alec Baldwin and it turns out a couple of days later, he met Alaria in her restaurant. Oh. So whatever. Okay. There we go. So then she meets a weirdo. It's, it's always the same mm -hmm. way. The so swindler I, gets swindled. The swindler. She meets him on the, some, you know, wet, Bumble or something. Mm -hmm. I believe that's originally how they met. She saw that he was, she saw that he was tweeting Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was tweeting at this guy. She's like, who's this guy Alec Baldwin's tweeting at? Now, I don't even know why Alec Baldwin was engaging this guy. Right away, if somebody starts telling you they're in special ops and they can't talk <laughs> about their job, like that's what yeah. it is. I can't talk about my job. I travel a lot because I'm, I'm in special ops and mm -hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a whatever, a fucking mm -hmm. you know, Navy SEAL and I'm doing classified stuff overseas. No, you're not. No. There, nobody's doing that. There's seven people doing that and mm -hmm. they don't talk about it. Yeah. They're not on uh, Words with Friends mm -hmm. and that's what this guy, <laughs> this guy was on, Words with Friends. That's where they really start talking, these two Words with Friends. And he becomes some just, comp I mean, once you start throwing out the, oh, and just another thing, this is all real. Mm -hmm. He goes, another thing you should know is uh, I'm not a, a human. I'm an alien form or something. Oh, okay. You know, so, and I, I'm on this earth in an alien form, and you could be in an alien form too, just if you give me the right amount of money, we all eventually will become the, and this woman's buying it, mm. and she's, this is a legitimately successful restaurant owner of not just, she's not shit restaurant. She's got the number one restaurant in New York City, yeah. more or less. And uh, she is giving this guy hundreds of thousands, of millions of dollars. Millions, 1. yeah. 1.7 million is what the final up do end episode just ended on. She, and over the years, she gave this guy 1.7 million. It goes on to become a bigger scam, I believe, and that'll all be coming tonight. I'll watch the rest of it. But mm -hmm. I'm just shocked. I felt I felt the same way about Tinder Swindler. Am I crazy? And I I, I say it. My father, we we grew up in an, in in a, in a household where everything was a scam. We got burned by Columbia House Tape Club, and that was the last time we were ever burned. We were burned by the Tape Club. We gave a penny, and we were supposed to get uh, twenty cassettes for that penny, mm -hmm. and we did. That's they. They were they were a people of their word. The Columbia House Tape Club. They said you did it. You gave us a penny. Here's your twenty cassettes. Now here's another cassette. They send it to you. When now what you have to do for those of you who remember, what you had to do is you had to send it back. Yeah. Otherwise, you were charged thirty dollars for Air Supply's greatest hits. And the reason I bring that up is because that's the original one that I was charged thirty dollars for was Air Supply's greatest hits. Now I, I I will let you I will let you know this. I probably have gotten my money's worth out of Air Supply's greatest hits. Played it a lot. Was a fan of Air Supply. Mm -hmm. Played that cassette quite a bit. I would I would venture to say I got my thirty bucks at worth out of it. We eventually somehow eventually canceled. I think I also had to play pay thirty dollars for Men at Works Cargo as well. Um, and otherwise, so I'm sixty bucks in the hole for two cassettes. Mm -hmm. But I did get. 
hours of enjoyment out of them. So did I really get burned? I don't know. Some, but a lot of people got burned by Columbia House Tape Clubs. That should have been you, the original. I learned my lesson. I, t- I, I, I mentioned sea monkeys. I did get burned a little bit by sea monkeys and some other things. I ordered a, a pennant, a baseball, a New York Mets pennant from Bazooka Joe Comics. Went around picking up dirty little comics from gum for all over my neighborhood for six months. Finally sent them into Bazooka Joe. And this Bazooka Joe motherfucker sends me back a little <clears throat> tiny pennant. Not a full-size baseball no. pennant. Little one. A tiny one. And, you know, they, they, I didn't look at the, 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 the size that it was going to be when I ordered it. I expected a full-size New York Mets felt pennant. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was a scam. Scam. So early on, I had learned there's a thing called scamming. You got to watch yourself. Maybe these people, now these days, there's no more Columbia House Tape Club or Sea Monkeys. So people are getting scammed in bigger ways by these guys or, you know, some in some cases, women. $1.7 million. Nigerian princes? But even that one, the Nigerian prince yeah, one, isn't that fall? the one we all like? Yeah. That's like the joke. It's a joke everyone has. Like, the Nigerian prince, I'm like, yeah, it's so, it's become such a prevalent scam mm-hmm. that we're joking about it now. Yeah. It's, it's so in the zeitgeist. We're like, yeah, that's a scam. Does the, the, mm-hmm. the Nigerian, the moment anyone mentions Nigerian prince, we're like, oh yeah, the scam oh, yeah, emails him. we all get. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. But I guess people don't, they don't know about these things, and it's just, I mean, I watch this show, and I, I almost can't watch them, because I'm like, I'm sorry, everyone in this is too stupid. Mm-hmm. They're too stupid. Um, and, and why would I watch it? Why would I give seven hours to watching idiots get swindled? Yeah. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me. Uh-huh. Um, unless it's like a great swindle, almost like I got, almost got swindled in, in China by some guy who wanted me to come perform. You guys all know. Mm-hmm. I've, I've told you all about it. But I... From the get-go, I said, I don't know about this. This seems like a scam. Mm-hmm. And I know. And if once they said, and it got to that point where the guy was like, okay, you're on, you're booked. Here's what you need to do. You need to wire me the money, and then I write you a check for the money. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. That's the end of that. I know the way business is done. It's not this. Mm-mm. So we're done. So that was the end of it. The, one, the moment I hear, wire me money. And then I, because I have an account overseas and I'm in special ops, I'd have to write you the check once I get the money in yeah. my account. Oh, yeah. that Oh, sure. No problem. Let me do that. Yeah. I mean, who the, how fucking stupid are people? But this Tinder swim, I mean, not Tinder, this uh, bad vegan. I mean, it's just like I'm pulling my fucking hair out watching it. I'm like, I, I can't even. So it, it just frustrates me. And it also frustrates me at Netflix. I mean, we spend an entire episode. I'm like, this episode didn't even need to be in it. We could tell this story in an hour why we take an eight hours, mm-hmm. but whatever. Here we are. So anyway, I don't know if you guys are watching. Check it out. Bad Vegan. It is interesting. It's fun to watch, you know, but I, and, and I don't know if you guys get swindled. I Do you know people who are swindled on a... I mean, it's a normally like predatory to the elderly. That's really about yeah, it. Yeah, but none of these, none of these, yeah, um, these. documentaries are. like. No, it's I not, mean, when the minute you got offered that China deal, we were like... I know. Like, right. I mean, I love you, but I was even like... Everybody. Yeah. Like everybody I mentioned to like that. But the funny thing is, listen, it, it, it's as simple as this. If it looks too good to be true, it is. Yeah. And that is a good rule to go uh-huh. by because it always is. And even if the idea of the money is still there, by right. the time, even if the, I mean, even if it is a real thing, it turns out fire fest. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Even if it's real, it's st- you're still and, getting swindled. And, and the other thing is, which is shocking to me, I, I, I guess it's a, I just... This is an attractive... I mean, she does seem like a bit of an oddball. Mm-hmm. 
there is a hippy dippy kind of feeling to her, and I okay. feel like that's how she's getting scammed because this guy's promising her. You know, it, it's a lot of talk of crystals and otherworldly spirits are going to uh, be, and she's buying it because I think she's in that world. Yeah, she was one foot in the door anyway. Exactly. So mm. I think that the, he's he's hooking her on this stuff. He, I'm going to let you're going to live forever. Give me this money, and I, I have a I have a, a way to give you and your dog. She keeps bringing she's bringing the dog in eternal life, and she buys it. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. If someone said that, and you're like, get the fuck out of here. I just spent $30 on Astro Play's Greatest Hits. I don't need eternal life. Think I want to listen to this shit for the next fucking thousand years? Absolutely not. Ow! Oh, Athletic Greens. I started thinking Athletic Greens. You know why. Because I didn't have the time, and I wanted better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, and I hate taking pills and vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes great, and I want to see what all the hype is about. I'm seeing commercials on TV now for Athletic Greens, and now I'm on it, and I'm loving every second of it. Why? What's in this, you ask? 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's very easy. One scoop, shake it up, drink it in the morning, and I'm done for the day. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of these things, and don't we want more of that? Alex, what do you like about it? I love that it's got over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's the one thing that you can do every single day to take better care of yourself. Absolutely. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into a flu and cold season. Just one scoop in a cup, like I said, of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look and feel better. So you make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. It's a little oil. I take a little drop of that. Then I take my Athletic Greens. I love it. And five travel packs, which are fantastic if you travel as so much as me. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash cover, C-O-V-E-R. Use all caps, C-O-V-E-R. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash cover to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Another one that I watch. I watched a lot of TV the last yeah. couple of days because I feel like that. I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about on this podcast because some people tell me they hate when I talk about pop culture. They hate when I talk about my neighborhood. They hate mm-hmm. when I talk about personal stories. They love when I talk about personal stories. So I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. And I see, I'm listening to other podcasts, seeing what the people are talking about. Now, I want to talk about this documentary out there. It's been out for a little bit now. And I don't. I haven't heard a ton of people talking about it. But I'll tell you why I'm talking about it, because I have a personal story related to it, and I know I've told the story many times, but I don't know if I've ever told it on this podcast. And a lot of times, people aren't listening anyway. You know, they're like, oh, have you told that story before? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So you just tell it again, and yeah. most part, people just, they just, their minds just, they just clear their minds of whatever they just heard. Like this podcast, I could tell the same podcast next week, and most people will be like, oh, it seems like a new one to me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm half listening. I want to hear a good story again, and I probably missed. So here you know, goes. Yeah, it's called. Uh, we need to talk about Cosby, Bill Cosby. Okay. It's on Showtime. Now I am so stupid. I didn't even realize I had Showtime. I guess I've been paying for Showtime for forever. For you know, a while. I just I have some sort of cable package that I don't know what channels I have. I know I have HBO, but apparently it comes with the package comes with HBO and Showtime. So I'm scrolling through, and I see this. Um, this 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 Cosby documentary by Kamal Bell, who I kind of like. He does some CNN stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I'll I'll give this four parts, each part an hour, four hours. I could give to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be interested to see the Cosby stuff." So I go, "I don't have Showtime." 
My wife goes, we have Showtime. You just put it on Showtime. I was like, oh, we have Showtime? I did for two years. I've never even realized we had Showtime. I, I, I got to be watching Showtime this whole time. So anyway, I go on and I turn on this documentary on on um, on Bill Cosby. Now, let me say this about it. If you decide to give it a give it a, a watch, it's you're not learning anything you didn't already know. It's it's covering all the bases we already covered. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting to 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 hear some about the early Cosby stuff and how influential he was. In in, uh, in 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 black culture, in getting a lot of stuff done, which was interesting. Like even before the Cosby Show and Fat Albert, like he was on some other, a lot of other stuff that he was the first guy to get black stuntmen brought in. Oh, like wow. they were using like white stuntmen and just painting them black yeah. for for all these black actors and stuff. And he got that done. He did a lot of stuff. So um, <laughs> that's the first hour is just let's talk about the good. Well, they do. They talk yeah. about it. And that's a, and they and they're interviewing a lot of people who know him and a lot of people who've been through, you know, who, who've been, uh, you know, raped by him, I guess, is the and uh, and they're all saying that that's the Cosby. I know the one you're talking about right now, the one who gets, you know, who, who did this and did that and, and got these people hired and did this. That's the Cosby. I know I yeah. don't know this other person that I keep hearing about. And it's all interesting stuff. Okay, then, of course, it's just every woman has the exact same story. So, you know, because there's, there's people out there, it's all bullshit. They, they, you know, he's been framed, and mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, you'll hear that about every Everybody's been framed. Yeah. Okay, and that may be true, but when everybody's got the same story, what, did 75 women all get together and all say, Yeah, sure. You invite me up? So, but they, the, now, now I'm going to tell you the fucked up part of this story, because there's a lot of comedians on board this documentary, and they're all talking about how Cosby was an asshole to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody except Jerry Seinfeld is the only one who won't say it because I, I'm going to say this. As much as I love Jerry, I think he might be a bit of an asshole. Oh, so, just a tad bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, they're, they're, I mean, not certainly not to the level of a Bill Cosby, but no. I think he's a bit of a mm. snooty prick anyway. So, yeah. anyway, he won't. I don't know why you can't separate the the man from the, the crime. Mm-hmm. You're know, like, I still love his material. I'm like, just go with the fucking just, separate the man from yeah. the crime fucking that we're all going with. Anyway, but he won't do it. So... All the other comedians like, yeah, I met him. He's a fucking asshole. He's a bully. He's a prick. He was a prick to me. He was an asshole, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's how this whole thing started. Well, well, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And they get to that. They get to all that, you know. The Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, basically. And now I have been shouting from the rooftops for the last 15 years, probably not quite that long, but close, maybe 12, 11, 10. I'm not exactly sure when it happened, that I, you know, my run, I had a run-in with Bill Cosby, a full-fledged run-in with Bill Cosby, too, as a matter of fact, where he was a complete fucking asshole, and I would tell everybody, like, how is, because he was, I mean, let's face it, the Cosby show, Huxtable, mm-hmm. he was, we loved him. America's he dad. Was the, and he was Jello Pudding Pop, and he was the cutest, and making faces, and wacky Fat Albert. So we're all like, this guy is the greatest. I mean, who does he's always on Oprah, talking about how he's funding colleges, and sending people to school, and I mean, you can't say a bad word about him. Don't mm-hmm. you dare say a bad word about Bill Cosby. You will be you'll be you'll be hung from your boot your your shoelaces if you say a bad word about Cosby. But then I was like, this guy's a dick. And I'll tell you my story. And I think I've told it before, and I'm sure you've heard it a million times. So we're in Atlantic City, and nobody knows anything about what we know now about Bill Cosby, unless if you watch this documentary, you'll hear that people seem to know because of um everybody seemed to know. You're like there's a couple of women who are like, if you worked on the Cosby show set 
and you kill, still say you had no idea, you're a fucking you're liar. You're lying. Yeah, so, yes. which is probably true. Because mm-hmm. according to these people who worked on it, they're like, oh, they were just constant models like coming into his dressing room on like just constantly yeah which is shocking to me because also i mean when he was doing cosby show he wasn't 24 he was no. 50 years yeah. old at that point it's like i want eventually you gotta be like fucking put your dick away old timer yeah. like fuck do some work i don't know how these people do it like how do you keep fucking people and still get the cosby show done mm-hmm. and then they all ask because he's still with his wife camille uh Everyone's like, did you ever meet Camille Evans? These are people who've been hanging out with Bill Cosby for 30 years. Like, I've never met her once, ever yeah, in no. my life. Never. Never even seen the woman. <laughs> so nobody's ever met Camille. And, uh, but constantly women coming into his dressing room in, in, uh, on the set of the Cosby show. And nobody's, oh, I didn't, I don't know anything. Didn't know anything. Never heard of it. So anyway, back to my story. It's Atlantic City and... Uh, we're perform- I'm performing with Chelsea Handler in Atlantic City. It's got to be 12 years ago, 11 years ago. And Bill Cosby's performing in the same um, casino that we're performing in the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, we're performing in the bigger room. You know, Chelsea lately was red hot at the time, Chelsea Handler. And we're in the big room and Cosby's in the small room. Not small, it's 2,000 seats, but we're in a 10,000 seater, I, I think. And... Uh, so we're down by the pool and we're drinking. It's my Chelsea, myself, and a few other people. I think Chelsea's brother was there. And uh, we get a phone call. There's a phone in the little cabana, mm-hmm. okay, of the pool cabana. One of those deals where you, the phone, and, it, and it's, it's somebody saying, Bill Cosby would like to speak to you. That's creepy. Yes. In the cabana. <laughs> right, in the cabana. That's the phone. That the, means that the, somebody had to tell him, yeah, they're in the cabana. You something know, like, like Well, anyway, apparently I pick, I, some, our friend Ryan, the assistant was there and he gives me the phone and says, I think it sounds like Bill Cosby, but I think it's somebody fucking with us. Like okay. I think it's somebody doing a Bill Cosby impression. So I get on the phone and it's Bill Cosby and he's basically like, I'd love to meet Chelsea and you, I'd love to meet, I, I, every city, if comedians are in the same city as me, I like to meet them. Mm-hmm. Would you be, would you be interested in coming up to the room and meeting, you know, hanging out before the show? So I, uh, I turned to Chelsea. And now at this point, we've already, we've, we've had some drinks. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. That's, you know, we're going to go up and nap and do the show that night. That's the plan. Uh, and I, we got to go meet Bill Cosby. He's up in his room, so... Now, once again, we don't know anything, but I believe, and, I, and now knowing what we all know, I believe 100% that this was Bill Cosby thinking Chelsea Handler was going to come up to his room mm-hmm. by herself, and that was going to be his that deal. Was, have yeah. a drink, have this, and let's... Spanish because fly. I, I'm telling you, every single woman has th- that it's in this documentary has this story. Mm-hmm. She says... He invited me up to his room. Yes. For whatever reason. Oh, I see you. Some people were actresses and some mm-hmm. people were bigger, you know, models and stuff of note. People who, you know, you knew who they were. And some people were just, you know, people who worked in yeah. office. Or whatever. So he didn't have any, there was no class issues with who he was going to fuck. Equal um, opportunity. It's kind of, you know, yeah. he would take anybody. But, but, uh, so in some cases it would be like famous people come up to my room, have this pill, have that pill, whatever. So that's exactly how it happened for us. He was like, Chelsea, come on up to the room. Now, at the time, we were filming what we thought was going to be like a documentary about Chelsea Lately and the road and how we made all the world's work and whatever. We had a cameraman. It wasn't, we didn't have 35, a giant crew of people. We had one guy following us around with a camera. Mm-hmm. His name was Johnny. Good dude. As a matter of fact, I'm having drinks with him next week. Anyway, Johnny would follow us around with a camera and kind of document the entire everything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it never, none of it ever saw the light of day, but whatever. We were, had time to kill. Fucking bring the camera and let's see if we can get any yeah. gold here. So we go up to to Bill Cosby's room and open the door, and there he is. It's Bill Cosby, which is shocking enough to see because it's Bill Cosby. We all know him. Who doesn't know Bill Cosby? He's his days of that, you know, the uh, Cosby Show be beyond him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an older man now, much older, as a matter of fact. That was my first takeaway: how shockingly old he seemed. He has the, uh, you know, he has an eye issue. One of his eyes is is cataract or something, so it's a different color. Mm-hmm. He was in a Temple's shirt that I think he always wore, and he was in some sweatpants that he had pulled up really high, like most old men do. They were pulled up really high. I'm also a guy who pulls his pants pretty high, but these were particularly high. Yeah. That was my takeaway. And it was Chelsea and myself and the cameraman. Now, the camera, of course, shut off the camera. Bill Cosby didn't, you know, didn't want it. He didn't say that, but we were like, let's shut off the camera when we're talking to Bill Cosby. And we sit down, and Cosby, would, for whatever reason, seems angry. And I believe that he's angry because I'm there too. Mm-hmm. I think he thought Chelsea was going to show up by herself and that was going to be his MO. Yeah. And I fucked it up. I basically am cock-blocking Bill Cosby and he's pretty pissed off about it. Now, everybody in this documentary is saying this. If you cr- wronged him in any way, he's a fucking night, worst piece of shit, yeah. mean, fucking, you know, bully, all that stuff. And that's what I dealt with. So I'm not kidding. We were in his room for two hours. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, he doesn't even really talk to Chelsea. He's talking to me the entire time and kind of fucking reprimanding me about this, about that, about my act, about what I should do, what I shouldn't do, which is what he's done to everybody. Bill yeah. Con- Eddie Murphy, Eddie you know, Murphy don't do this, story. don't say that. Don't, don't curse. Don't, yeah, don't pull up your pants, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I'm getting. You know, why are you still opening for Chelsea Handler? Aren't you a little old to be, op- to be an opening act? All this shit, you yeah. know? And I'm like, all right. I mean, I wasn't expecting this. Like, what kind of what of the day? It's all I'm thinking. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, of course, I'm like trying to be, I'm being a nice, as nice as I can. He was like, maybe trying to run you off, maybe. Well, the funny thing was, which is what they mentioned in this documentary, they're saying that's why he got away with this for so long because he does have. When it was all over, he like smiled at me, and he was fucking brutal mm-hmm. for a couple hours. And he like smiled at me. He goes, "You know, I'm just kidding, right?" And he like, and he like, and he like pat, mm-hmm. patted my back. And I was like, all right. I mean, is that your fucking it's joke? Like sociopath. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and then he goes, let's get a picture together. Let's get a picture together. So we did get a picture. I still have the picture. Yeah. And uh, lucky you. I know. I know. It's, it's worth funny. a lot. It's nowadays. funny. I was actually like, now very, you hide I was actually it. kind of proud of the picture. I used to have it hanging in my house. Uh-huh. And then, of, you know, then all the shit went down. And to the somehow, sometimes I'll post it on, on, um, Instagram just for fun. Yeah. And people will like fucking get angry. Like, what the fuck are you doing with that asshole? But anyway. You're like, actually, what I was doing with him was saving Chelsea Handler's <laughs> in a life. Way, in, a, in a weird way, it, perhaps that's the case. I honestly don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't say that. I don't, I don't know if Chelsea would have fallen for it. I just mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I can't say that because who knows? I mean, people do. They, they don't know what the fuck's in it. Of course, some of these women are like, he just gave me a cappuccino. I didn't know that he put something in the cappuccino. They're literally like, and I fucking passed out. Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest thing, like, that that's... That's just to thing. take it to this level, which mm-hmm. is a strange level, and sorry for this, if to, and not to be insensitive towards, towards what these people went through, but it's just odd that that's somebody's kink, yeah. like passed out mm-hmm. women. Dead that weight. Seemed, dead like weight. it seems so fucking weird to yeah. me. Like the other thing is you're Bill Cosby, probably you know at that point one of the most famous rich people in the world. Mm-hmm. You could get laid if that's what you yeah. want to do. 
But it wasn't about that. It's about like the some power, power whatever the fuck. I don't know. And that 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 and that also was the same way with his bullying, what he mm-hmm. did to me and what he's done to a lot of other comedians. You know, it was that. He was I'm the most powerful guy in the room here. Yeah. You know, right now. Don't forget. You may be playing a bigger room than me tonight. And it wasn't me, it was all Chelsea, but we were. Yeah. So but don't don't forget who I am. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, I had to, we all had to know that. Anyway. Cut to about seven months later, I'm doing a radio show and I believe it was Sacramento, California, um, uh, for a gig. I'm doing Punchline or something. And, and he's calling in later that day to promote a book or something that he's got coming out. And he calls in early because I'm on the show. And the fucking guy, DJ is like, Bill Cosby's all, he called in because he wants to discuss your, you know, your run-in. I was like, oh, shit. Because I've, I've talked about it before uh, on other radio okay. shows. So somewhere it must have gotten back to him. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he gets on. And he goes, I was just having fun with, you know, Chris. And of course, I, yeah, I don't want to fucking be mean to the guy. So at this Mm -hmm. point, I didn't know what I know now, you know. So I was like, oh, it was great. I was having fun too. Yeah. You know, but of course, as soon as he hung up, I told the DJ, fucking prick, fuck him. Anyway, I've been trying, what I'm trying to say is I've been screaming. It's interesting documentary if you're interested in something like that. It's dark. And like I said, you don't really learn much than you didn't already know. Um, and it, but it's interesting to hear from the women, uh, from their perspective, and and in a lot of cases, it's uh, it's just you know they just don't remember anything. There's mm-hmm. one, they talked to this one woman who's now in her 60s, 70s, whatever it happened when she was 22, 23, and she's like, I I wish I could tell you, like I literally went up to his room, he gave me two little pills and just to relax while we improvised, and I passed out mm-hmm. and woke up. Like and she goes, all I could think was, oh shit, that I did I make a fool of myself in front of Bill Cosby, but mm. you know, so it's just it's pretty shocking and and wild and you know, but now he's a fucking eighty five year old man and I eventually eventually just dies and. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. But it's crazy. It's crazy, and he's still with the wife. Anyway, watch it. Check it out. You see if you're interested in something like that. I, I don't know. Anyway, those are my two. We started off on a dark, was a dark note. But I want to tell my Bill Cosby story because finally watching this, I'm seeing other people tell an exact story, the exact mm-hmm. same story. Uh, a couple of comedians who I know, I'm like, oh, shit, you guys had the same run-in? I remember I, I talked about it on the Chelsea Lately Roundtable right after it happened. And even E was like, uh, I don't know. Well, let's not fuck with Bill Cosby no. right now. You I mean, know, you're so. looking at the door right now yeah. as you're telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like one of those things where it's like, don't you dare fuck with Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to 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 see in this documentary how long it had been going on for. Yeah. And how long the fucking 70-year-old man was still like, you know, inviting girls up to his room mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm like, dude, did you ever just fucking put your dick away? I guess not. No. Who knows? Anyway, all fascinating stuff. Those, sorry to bum you out with those two weird topics of show business topics, but that's what I wanted to discuss. Ow!
Did you know that one of the root causes of aging targets all the cells in your body? Life cannot exist without NAD. Yeah, I said NAD. I can't believe I say that, but that's what it is. NAD is an essential molecule found in all living cells. Well, all aging. That's why I take True Niagen. I love my True Niagen. Lack of sleep, sun exposure, smoking, alcohol consumption, these all factor into your aging. Discover True Niagen, one of the most advanced forms of inner body aging science that has proven to increase your NAD. True Niagen is researched by top scientific institutions in the world and has sold over 3 million bottles and has an excess of 200 published scientific studies. Taking it daily helps support muscle and heart health energy production in your cells, and helps you age better. Who doesn't need that? We all need to age better right now. That's why when people see me, they're like, you look amazing. That's because I'm aging better with my True Niagen. Since taking True Niagen, my mind is at peace knowing that my cells are being taken care of by a brand that is backed by science. Right now, new customers can save 20% on their first purchase by going to trueniagen.com slash cover and use code cover. That's true, T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N.com slash cover, code cover, C-O-V-E-R, to save 20% in your first purchase. Trueniagen.com slash cover, code cover. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any illness or disease. I feel like I'm getting into a lot of um, what they call small talk, Alex. Okay. Small talk. I got to go to a lot of different things now. I'm out, you know, the the, the pandemic, whatever you fucking want to call this thing, seems to be getting lifted. Mm -hmm. Now we're back face-to-face. I got to go to parent-teacher conferences. I got to go to things where I'm small talking. Yeah. Dinners. Small talk. Yeah. So yesterday, I'm at a uh, FedEx, FedEx building. You know, FedEx off, you know, like a FedEx store. Yeah. I got a, I have a, one day out of the week, I'm errand boy here at the house. I just do whatever people need done, I will do it. Mm-hmm. People need packages taken back. People need this. People need that. I hit the road, and I get it all done in one fell swoop, mm-hmm. take a day, usually a Tuesday. <laughs> if you must know, and I hit the road and I take care of everybody's business. So I'm returning packages for my wife at a FedEx. Now, as I'm standing in FedEx, I'm looking, they have a rack of books, you know, and they're all like, uh, like management, how to be a better yeah. manager, how to make the best of your team. Four to, skills of a... Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. How to, art of war. Art of yeah, war. Yeah, like that one. What the fuck are you going to get what be getting into? Yeah. yeah, so one of them was how to small talk. The best way to small talk and, and really ingratiate yourself to people in small, because I would imagine if you're in the corporate world, it's got to be a lot of small talk. Yeah. Now, I, I the other day I had a little small talk thing. I had to go to a pick, a bar, like a, a park for kids, mm-hmm. parents of the kids, and it was very small talky. And I was like, I don't know if I'm great at small talk or fucking terrible at it, because I feel like I'm terrible at it. I feel like I would rather be taking uh, pills from Bill Cosby and getting yeah. an <laughs> small talk. So I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm good. So I'm like, should I buy this book just to fuck? Cause I think it might be fun to even talk about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, fuck it. Why buy the book? I'm just going to Google how to small skills. talk, small talk skills. Now I don't know if you, Alex, do you feel you're good at small talk? Not near as good as I, like back in the day, honestly, when I was in the corporate world, when I worked at hotels Mm -hmm. and I was just walking, I was great at it. Nowadays, I'm like, give me the meat and potatoes or don't give me nothing. Okay. Okay. Good deal. 
Well, here it is, everybody. Now, what is small talk is light, informal conversation. It's commonly used when you're talking to someone you don't know very well and at networking and social events. Mm. We're all doing it. We yeah. got, we're out. We're back out there, everybody. You better get on board. Maybe you're dating. It's, it all starts out as small talk, mm-hmm. dating. And here's the best way. Here you go. These are small talk, the top 10 Small talk topics. You ready, everybody? We're back to real cover to cover. Sorry I gave you some dark documentary stories, but I think everyone's a fucking idiot, and uh, Bill Cosby's a dick. And I've been saying it for a long time. I wanted you to know mm-hmm. that. I wanted you to know I'm, I was the first who really started blowing the whistle. But once again, no, no credit. Nobody gave me any credit. Having good small talk topics up your sleeve won't just help you kick off a great conversation. It'll also relieve some of the anxiety of walking into an unknown environment. Okay, number one. The location of the venue you're at. Okay? Hey, this is nice. What is this? Is this a Sheridan? Is this a Sheridan? It is a Sheridan. It is. Oh, I love it. This is a really nice... I like what they did with the punch bowl. Did you see the fountain in the other room? <laughs> oh, was that chocolate fountain or is that just a regular cheese. fountain? Cheese. Oh, it's cheese. <laughs> Alex, I don't think you're, gonna, you're <laughs> oh. not supposed to correct me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We'll get to that in a second. But you're, a kind of chocolate. You're supposed yeah. to just yes and, I oh. believe. You're supposed oh. I'm sorry. It's a cheesy chocolate. Yeah, it's a cheese chocolate. <laughs> okay. D- discuss your surroundings. Oh, this is a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, of uh, my 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 most recent small talks, I've been outside, but it was an area that was nice around it. So I did say I I was good. Mm-hmm. I said this is a nice area, but I wonder if I could, we were in a park with you know yeah jungle gyms. I, like, I mean, like, what are you talking about? And then there was a guy blowing bubbles. There was a bubble guy there. It was a kid's party. It was a bubble guy. And I kept bringing up the bubble guy. And I think this guy was like, all right, but the fucking bubble guy. I'm like, I don't know. This guy's blowing pretty big bubbles. It doesn't mention anything about saying bubble guy. Is this town noteworthy? Like, this is what, what Chicago's a nice place. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Did you recently visit somewhere cool nearby? Okay. Yeah, just up the street is the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then the place Bill Cosby yeah. got arrested. <laughs> you know where I just was? I was just in, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was just in Glendale. Mm. There you go. Now we're having small talk. Here's another one. I always say this, everybody. You guys know, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, you know I say it. I know you hate Hollywood. I know you don't want you, 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 you Amy Schumer and every and the Oscars are coming up Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are all fuck these people. Let them go die in the street. Uh, the fuck them all. But number two, entertainment. People talk about entertainment, whether it be what I just discussed, Bad Vegan or the Bill Cosby documentary. People want to talk about what you've enjoyed lately on your watch list. That might include Netflix shows, either you're binge watching, the last movie you saw, books you're reading, podcasts you're streaming. You assholes. If you're going to be out there small talking, and I know you motherfuckers, you're like, I, I see you small talking on, on my Facebook page mm-hmm. back and forth. You better be bringing up this podcast. Talk us up. You better be. And I, I know you listen to other ones. I know you have 35 podcasts. I know you're out there promoting them on my podcast wall. You should try. The, you like Chris. Try this one. Assholes. Well, you should be. You got to be bringing it up at mm-hmm. these at these social events you're going to. But bring it up to people that you think might like it. Don't bring it up to people who you know are just going to be like, what is he talking about? Is he seriously talking about cats? I'm about to. Give me a second. Podcast stream, plays you've attended, and so on. There you go, Alex. Alex likes to talk about that. Mm-hmm. He t- Alex watched uh, one thing. Um, what did you watch? He watched the Fire Festival, Doc, <laughs> t- three years ago. Hasn't yep. stopped talking about it since. 
So there's that. Alex is, you know, dude, I loved Pam and Tommy. How oh, dare that's right. You, you like Pam? And that's Pam right. And he, Alex was very, very high on Pam, and he did tell mm-hmm. me that he watched Pam and Tommy, and he loved it. Art. Nah, you, I don't know about this. Is number three. I'm just gonna say for everybody out there, listen. I could probably stay in the ring for a little bit of art talk. I've been to many of the museums, mm-hmm. you know, and I looked and I walked and I looked and I walked and I looked and I walked. I did it, and I could probably say I've been to that. I've been to that. But I don't know if that's going to be your number three because you get, you gotta. Let's bear in mind, everybody, that for the most part, people are dumb. You got to take mm. into consideration ninety eight percent of people are dumb. Yeah. So art, mm, I think they. I think, I think food they given, would come way higher than number that. four. Alex. Oh, see, number four. I would hang tight, hang tight. So you're giving people way too much credit when you say, "Let's talk about the art exhibits that you've mm-hmm. seen," and maybe some of you have. And you're like, "Well, I would love to talk about it." All right, mm-hmm. we got you. Once so the body exhibit, you're fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, food. Alex is correct. Food is one of the best small talk topics since almost everyone loves to eat. Now, I'll say this. I don't give a fuck about food. I can't. I can. mm. I'll stay there. I'll talk to you about it. But I mean, how much How much can I say about chicken wings? You know, like, I don't know there's other probably better topics to discuss, but I don't. What do I Was that a frappe or, mm. a, well, you know, I don't know what that. I don't. I don't, I don't want to. Use Greek yogurt in that or. A regular yogurt. No, but I mean like food establishment. You don't do that when oh, you get like. Okay. Oh, did like you the try the great Greek yet? Or if the, they don't yeah. eat, you're, well, they do mention that. They ask which restaurants they'd recommend mm-hmm. and the dishes they'd order. So let's pretend we're in a small talk okay, situation. Okay, let's Alex. do it. Uh, Alex, which uh, restaurant would you recommend them? I'm going to go out tonight. You know, I'm a big fan of... Uh, no, can you do me a favor? I see you're about to do your joke. He <laughs> got He trying, got into full I'm joke. I'm trying po- to think. Alex has a joke posture. He has a pot that I see when he's no, about to... He's loading one up. That's wrong. And he gets into his joke posture. Here comes a fucking doozy. And he just squatted down into his joke posture no. to whip out his restaurant bit that he was about to fucking fly with. So, But, but go ahead. Give me the I just, real answer. All I eat is Jimmy John's anymore. <laughs> And I was trying to think of a place I've been okay. lately. Okay, so go on. Have you so tried a, that taco truck on Western? See, I told yeah, you he see. was fucking queuing up his joke. No, it wasn't a joke. That's where I eat. Tell me now. Okay, mm-hmm. so now if that's the case, now what would you recommend at that taco truck? Ooh, uh, the Pastor tacos are on fire, man. They got the big uh, spit. They roast them all night. They spin uh-huh. them around. You got to do chopping meat right off the fire. It's fantastic okay. it's an experience it really is they get a little salsa bar i think you're talking too long i think oh, that's well. not small talk now it's long <laughs> it's <to> big talk <laughs> it's a joke okay, for example here's an example i'm responsible for dessert for the housewarming party there are 10 people coming two vegans one person with a nut allergy and another who doesn't eat gluten what would you suggest i suggest you don't go to that fucking party Ooh, yeah that's don't I suggest. yeah i suggest cancel the party Mm-mm. that sounds like a fucking nightmare Five. Bring brownies and put a now, note. Now, this is one that this guy suggests saying to people, and I, there's no question I, 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 I'm scared of more mm-hmm. that, that, will, that will give me more anxiety than this question. I believe I speak for everybody. Um, what do you do for fun? Like, I don't know. Does anybody have a good answer to that? No. Because the only thing that that makes me realize is I don't do anything for fun. And I know there are probably people out there, well, I do a bunch of things. I, I have a fucking hobby that I do, and I, I do wood burning. I burn wood. I make signs with mm. wood burning uh, <laughs> pan that I bought years ago. I, uh, I play basketball. I play bat, uh, 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 what's that one, the Chinese tile game that my mother Mahjong. used to play? Mahjong. I used to play mm. with Sharon Johnson and Rena Burt across the street. Rena Burt. Yeah, Jeffrey and her sons were trouble. Nothing but trouble. Her sons were uh, uh, Paul and... 
Todd Burton. That arena could sling some ties. Oh, they, they were always down there doing the mahjong. Uh, so, yeah. What do you do? And then they, then you get into hobbies. Oh, I like sushi making. This this is one thing to, to suggest, do you say? I like sushi making, novel writing. Who the fuck? Who's? Hey, who, what do you want to who? You at a party with Stephen King? What part-time is, novel writer? I, <laughs> I write novels. Oh, I can't wait to get my... Can you send one over? I'd love to read that fucking boring piece into. of shit. Is it a novel about sushi making? Because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. It says to say, I'd like to... Oh, I'd like to try sushi making. Oh, I'd like to try novel writing. I'd like to try salsa dancing. What is the? What are your childhood hobbies versus now? Oh, okay, that's one. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, so they're suggesting. And I'm at a party, and I'm yeah. talking to people I barely know. And I'm, now, you had childhood hobbies, right? Yeah, sure. I used to play baseball. Well, how would you think? How would you say that those hobbies are different now? Like, oh, Jesus! Well, I Christ. can't play baseball. Anybody want to switch seats? Can we switch seats <laughs> with this fucking guy? Okay, so work, work. Now, isn't that what it all, always becomes? But I, it's another one I kind of fear talking about because I have a weird job and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't like people, you know, once you say it, they're like, hey, you ever get heckled? Or, oh, boy. So, you know, I don't want to talk about that. Talking about your day job can be tricky. All right, I agree. You don't want the conversation to devolve into a boring comparison of what you do, which is quickly, uh, well, unless you steer toward a more interesting territory. On the other hand, work is a good small talk topic because the vast majority of people have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is how they say. Basically, what they want you to do, and sm- what I'm learning from this small talk conversation, is they want you to make the other person feel like a fucking hero constantly. And I'm like, well, who's got time for that? I'm here. I'm here to for an hour and a half to enjoy a party. I got to make this asshole feel like he's the greatest person in the world mm-hmm. to just have a little small talk. I don't want to do it. That's it. that's too much pressure on me. So they want you to say things. My niece or nephew wants to become a blah, blah profession. You know, you put your favorite profession in there. Do you have any advice I should pass on? They're like, that would get the person excited to talk about it. Like, Why do I got to get this person excited? Mm-hmm. Why don't they ask me? And I don't want to talk about it. What's your favorite ask? See, basically, it's like letting the other person shine. Yeah. See what's happening here? It's like going on a first date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of small talk, what people often ask me is they say, Chris, what are your long-term fitness goals? And I tell them it's real easy FitBod. Oh, how I love my FitBod. No matter your goals or experience level, FitBod finds your next best workout. No six-week plans, no shortcuts, no bullshit. FitBod's innovative algorithm learns your goals and experience level, then crafts a personalized training regimen unique just to you. This is this app is unbelievable. They added a bunch of new uh, videos, high-def videos. It syncs up to your Apple Watch, your Wear OS, smartwatch, apps like Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. Integrates with all of them. Alex, what's your favorite thing about it? I love the price, man. Personalized training is tough on a budget. You could spend up to $50 to $70 a session if you go once a week. With this, it's $12.99 a month or $79.99 a year. You get access to all of the videos, uh, anything you need to help improve your form, dieting techniques, well, everything. Well, I got, I got news for you, Alex. It gets better. If you're a cover-to-cover listener, you get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me slash cover, C-O-V-E-R. That's 25% off your subscription at fitbod.me slash cover. Sports. I say it all the time. I'm bad at that one. It says, it, it, it does mention that. Some people can talk about sports all day. Others would rather talk about anything but. There are a few rules of thumb when discussing sports. First, in your group or two. Uh, make sure everyone is a sports fan. I agree with that. I have mm. people talk at me sometimes about sports, 
And I, I'm good at sports. I could talk sports, but I'm not great. Like if you start going deep on the, you know, the, all the offensive linemen of the fucking Raiders, yeah. I'm like, oh. And I could, you could tell by the look on my face. But they keep talking. Like the other day, we're at St. Patrick's this day with Kelowna. I was Kelowna myself, St. Patrick's Day, and my friend owns a restaurant. And I've this is a guy I've known since he was 10 years old. We came out to Los Angeles together. He's been a friend of mine for 50 years. And he, for some reason, still thinks I want to talk to people. And uh, Kelowna and I are sitting there having a good, we're having our fun. Mm-hmm. Comedian, goofing on people, talking shit, laughing, having a good time. He continues to send people over to the, to the table. Oh, Frangiola's over there. Go talk to Frangiola. These are people I worked with at restaurants 30 years ago. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I was like, so here comes one guy. He comes over. Hey, what's going on? Obviously, he's had some drinks. And he just starts talking. And he, neither Cologne and I got a word in edgewise. I never understand these people who just, I mean, I do it to you all the time, but that's part of the job. Yeah. I talk at you mm-hmm. and I don't let you get a word in edgewise because if you start getting a word in edgewise, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. You understand what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to respond? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, this guy's just talking at us about, he wants to open a sandwich shop and he's mm-hmm. got his girlfriend sitting next to him. And he's thinking about ordering a sandwich shop, and he and his name was, I don't want to say his name, but I'm going to kind of closely say his name. And he goes, but I you see, because I don't think anyone makes sandwiches right. And I go, now I'm the asshole. Yeah, he could have probably walked. He probably would have walked off. But I got to go. Well, what about Jersey Mike's? He goes, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think he has the right bread. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and I would call mine Jersey Jerry's. Okay. I think that might be a well, litigious think, thing there. Yeah. Why would you even? So he ta- now I'm talking 45 minute conversation about mm-hmm. this guy's sandwich shop. That's never going to happen anyway. No. This guy's a raging alcoholic who couldn't even fucking count change. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening. And if it does happen, it'll be closed in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> when he the all moldy you know, when bread. He, <laughs> when he sexually harasses the fucking girl at the cashier. So, mm-hmm. It ain't going to end great. This guy's yeah. not built for the business. No. Okay. So uh, then he walks away. Here comes another. Another fucking guy over comes over. Oh, hey, Carl said you're over here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. You know, just heard a lot about sandwiches. Uh, he goes, this is my wife and I, not even wife, girlfriend. Mm. Twenty seven. We're celebrating twenty seven years together tomorrow night. Shit, or get off the pot. Oh, no. He goes, and you know what we do every year for our anniversary? And I'm like, I don't know, but I know you're going to tell mm-hmm. me. And it, I mean, is there any topic? That's not listed in any of these topics. None of those. That's not sports, nor food, nor nor art, nor, no. nor what are you watching? That's him talking about himself, not making me feel better. That's his job in small talk is apparently to make me feel fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. He tells me we go on a hike up to this area in the fucking Los Angeles that has a swing on a chair when you get to the top of the hill, and we swing on the chair every year and celebrate our. I mean, this went on for 45 minutes. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Can the sandwich guy come back, please? <laughs> so, Pumper I mean, nickel, I something? swear to God, it took like two hours out of our night. And we, we were both having fun up until that point. And I, you know, the, they both finally leave. And I turned to Clown. I'm like, this is a bit, are, we getting off, are we giving off any vibe that we wanted to hear anything those people saying? Mm. They've ruined our night. Yeah. So you got to be careful of that. Don't just talk at people. For God's sakes. I've gotten really good at just going, uh, yeah, uh-huh, and I just walk away. No, you don't. I see. I, I know you say you do. I can. 
<laughs> but I, when I see you out at shows, well, after those are shows, the people. Those you are, gotta I'm walk a man away. of the people. Look, people fucking write horrible things about me when I say that I'm a prick and I walked away. Mm-hmm. I don't. I give you 15, 20 minutes. If it goes on long enough, and then my nephew had an issue and he listened to your podcast and he could hear again. Yeah. Okay, gotta go. That's great. I, I'm glad he hears. I it. need 15 minutes of how we save someone's <laughs> nephew's hearing. That will make me feel good. That'll now, make me feel now, like a hero. Now let me tell you. Here's the next one. This number. Eight. We're almost done, everybody. This is number eight, and this is something I can wrap my head around. Oh, I can fucking talk all day. The weather. Mm. And I'm that guy. I've become that guy. I can talk about the weather for... And people will say, we don't have weather in Los Angeles. What can you possibly be talking about? Oh, I'll, I'll fucking... Oh, yeah. It was hotter yesterday. And it's, today it's going to be hotter tomorrow. Last week it wasn't this hot. This week there's, you know, pollen in the air. There's this, there's that. It's drier than it's been. I, and then I'll, here's what I'll do, Alex. I'll go into other areas of the country mm-hmm. that neither me or the person who, are, who I'm talking to are involved in. Mm-hmm. But I'll go, I just read that it's going to be freezing in, you know, in, in Michigan. Really? Yes. Detroit's yeah. 27 degrees. I read that. So I'll talk. Oh, I'll do weather. You can also discuss your. <laughs> Oh, here's some. They say these are tips. And, you know, you can take them for a Discuss your favorite type of climate. What would you say your favorite type of climate is? I like it cold. Nice and cold. Is that right? You came from mm. Vegas to Los Angeles. You're yeah. not like a cold, you're not living in cold no, places. I like mountains, you know, but you so got to go. You a big denim jacket. He's got a giant Oof. denim jacket. It's, it's gigantic. It's not. He got it's it on. Made to, he's, listen, they, Levi's instructions are you size up if you plan to layer. Is that okay? right? That's I the instructions <laughs> as a as a kid who sold Levi's for oh, six months in high fair school. Enough, fair take enough. My I did not know it. that. I did not know that. Um, okay, well, that you could discuss your favorite climate. I didn't realize. I wouldn't guess you for a cold guy. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite climate? You know, a little bit of all of it. I mm-hmm. mean, that's why I'm bad at small talk, because I have no definitive <laughs> have answer no to answer. anything. It's just like, yeah, I like a little bit, because I do. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I do like some cold sometimes, but I don't want to be in it fucking 365 days a year, mm-hmm. and if it gets too hot, I'm like, oh, I'd rather be cold. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make any sense? Yeah, you know, so I'm terrible at small talk. I'm, I'm beginning to believe I'm terrible. Here's another one I could talk about forever, but I talk about we travel. Because people are like, what did you see in that city? What did you see in that city? Oh, nothing. I want to talk about the plane ride, mm-hmm. the airport. I talk about the fucking the nuts and bolts of travel. Yes. And people are like, oh, I don't care about that. I'm like, yeah, I do. I want to talk about what it was like to get through the TS. Who's got the easiest TSA line? Yeah. Who know, who's got the best Hudson News in that airport? And like, that's boring. Did you see, go to the, any, any of the art museums in that gorgeous city? No. Have you seen the TSA line over there? It mm-hmm. takes forever. Starbucks at the airport has two employees <laughs> yes, at they got 7 a.m.? They got a Starbucks across from a Pete's at that uh, one airport. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway, uh, that's what I talk mm-hmm. about. I talk about the ins and outs of, of travel. And that bores people. So I'm, I'm beginning to believe, as we wrap this up, we're at number 10, everybody. I'm beginning to believe that I'm a terrible small talker. Okay. Because I do, they say don't do one word answers. And I do a lot of one word answers. The other thing they say never to do, which I, I'm pretty good at, uh, never pull out the phone. They say never pull out the phone mid conversation, which is like, of, I mean, I guess, yeah, that would be bad if they're sitting there talking about, like, I wanted to pull out the phone so bad when Sandwich Guy was talking, mm. but I mean, I, I was being respectful, you know? You just start Googling breads and showing Yeah, it I should have. I was like, yeah. this is, I did Google something because he pronounced something wrong. I forget what it was. And I had to Google it yeah. and show him. What the fuck was it? You're it was like, something. no, it's oregano. Oh, that, it's no, a- he told me. Here's what it was. 
Uh-huh. He told me he was a sandwich expert. That's okay. why he wanted to get in the sandwich business. He had studied sandwiches for all his life. What a skill and set. He, <laughs> I know. I know. And this is the bullshit. I'm sitting here listening to this shit for 45 minutes. And I'm, now I'm still talking about it. Look at the, now who's the idiot? I'm yeah. still talking about it. He's telling me the ins and outs of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to sound like some sort of blowhard here, but I, got, I know a little bit about sandwiches myself. So I asked him. I said, just to, now, once again, I brought this shit on myself. Mm-hmm. He probably would have went away 10 minutes earlier had I not said, is a hot dog considered a sandwich? And oh, this opened up a whole can of worms. His mm. girlfriend got involved. Everybody was involved. People from the other tables were chiming in. Everybody's involved. And what he said was, it's only a sandwich if the two pieces of bread are detached. You understand? So halfway through a hot dog, it becomes a so sandwich. So I'm saying, well, okay, so, yeah. so by, that, by that theory, all I would have to do is pull the bun apart of a hot dog, and now it's a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, well, no. I'm like, well, you just said, the, the bread just has to be apart. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. But I did look that up, and I believe it just depends on you know, what Google you, you choose to look at. But some of them did say hot dog's a sandwich. Anyway, I don't know. that You guys can argue about that to you blue in the face. I'm going to give you a couple of comments. The last one, final one, is uh, number 10. Local favorite spots. you have any local favorite spots? Alex, now we're going to ask you that okay. in small talk world. Do you have any local favorite uh, spots you go to here in uh, L.A.? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm a big fan. No, I got nothing. This <laughs> guy, I mean, I this guy might the, be worse than me. I was going to say talk. the improv, but then that's not really. I yeah, don't go well, places. Yes, you do. You're always do out. Go? You go to Third Wheel. You play your that's music. That's probably my favorite place, Third okay, Wheel. Okay, he gets a little area where he performs. It's a little area. See, that's why you don't tell people. It is you a go, little well, area. It's a little thing. He it is. Does it's it. got like nine seats in there. And um, it's a, you know, it's a death. It's a it's fire. Seat seven. Five. Does there, anyone ever had a fire <laughs> it's in there? Fire in there. You're Absolute done. fire trap. Yeah. Um, conversation starters. These are a couple conversation starters. You guys get out. You're back in the real world. Let's mm-hmm. face it. This is we're fully back. I don't. I'm, I just saw a little bleep about a new variant coming up, but I, then everyone was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Don't you dare mm. talk about that. We got things to do. We got conversations to start. I don't want to hear about Omicron N1 or something. No. Here we go. These are conversation starters for all of you to get out there and get scammed. It seems like everybody's getting scammed. If you're anything like Tinder Swindler or Bad Vegan, these are how conversations start. And then eventually they wind up going, can you wire me $10,000 and I'm going to give you eternal life. What's the most exciting thing about your business? I don't know. That's conversation starter. Yeah. Okay. What's the most exciting thing about your business? Now, for the most part, everyone's job is pretty relatively boring. Yeah. So do you seriously want to sit there and get the answer to this on the other end? Because I understand that's going to make the person feel like, oh, you seem engaged in me. And I feel be- good about that, that you're engaging me. And the other thing is I'm famous, people. A lot of people don't know that. Right? I'm famous. So, of course, people are going to be more excited if I'm engaging you because I'm famous. Yeah. People, most people will think, he doesn't have the time to engage me. He's He's got a successful podcast, mm-hmm. and he was on television 11 years ago. Like, I don't have, uh, he must not have the time. But if I just went up to a regular Joe and said, um, do you, what, what is the most exciting thing about your job? They'd be like, I cannot believe this famous person is talking to me. Wasn't he on uh, Funniest Fails on Fox nine years ago? He, yes, he was. Three episodes. You did that? Shut up. What's the most, ex- <laughs> oh, what's the most, ex- oh, I was basically saying, it's basically once again stroking these people to make them feel amazing. Mm-hmm. What's the most exciting thing about your product? What's the most exciting thing about your team? What's the most exciting thing about your industry? Uh, the most exciting thing about my industry is everyone in it's a monster. Uh, as a matter of fact, in this um, 
this Bill Cosby documentary I was watching, uh, right at the end, right when it, it, you know Hannibal Burris had already said his thing, it was all over the papers that mm-hmm. you know, Bill, every woman had come out. Yeah, they NBC or CBS, one of one of the networks, major networks, offered Bill Cosby another sitcom deal. Cosby, deal. and people were like, are you fucking Are crazy? You You're oh, yeah. Bill Cosby. Have you heard of what's going on right now? And the the president of the network's like, yeah, well. I heard two, three women come out, but that's it. And so basically what he was saying, like, those are rookie so numbers what? for our industry. Yeah, so yeah. why two, three women. And he goes, and then, and then when they finally pulled the this, this sitcom deal, he was like, once it started to get up into the tens and twenties, I decided to pull the deal. I'm like, oh, what a gentleman. So that's the most exciting thing about my business. It's filled with monsters. Yes. Um, what's the most significant, the most significant change at your company in the past six months? Are you seriously... Mm. Oh God! Can you imagine sitting there? I'm curious to know your story. Curious to know your. That's you know what I'll tell you. You, you go back and listen to the third ever cover to cover. The third ever, and I'll tell you. You want you want an answer to? You, I'm curious to know your story. You're gonna fucking get it. Listen to the third episode, which for those of you who don't know was the first episode. But mm-hmm. I this this psychopath sitting across from me talked so goddamn much. I said we gotta put this third. Because I asked him, I was trying to be nice and ask small talk. I said, I'm interested to know your story. And he told me. Yeah. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> you he, gave me a platform. He's, Thank he's this you. guy the best. He's the best. Uh, what's your, and now I'll, I'll come and ask you a full, real question. Okay. okay. What's your biggest priority right now? That's a conversation start. If we were at a party. You know, my biggest priority is just my health, my happiness, and taking every day one step at a time, you know? Wow. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this sounds like a... The, What's the, your biggest priority right now? Uh, I mean, I would, I, I'm would. i supposed to say my daughter, but it's not. <laughs> We're trying to move tickets <laughs> yeah, in Philadelphia. Well, exactly. Like, I got to sell some fucking tickets to... I'm getting dates like crazy now, and I'm supposed to say my daughter's my biggest priority, yeah. but I got to sell tickets. I want this podcast to be a bigger situation mm-hmm. than it is. I want to be up there with the big... We're good, but we could be better. Yeah. Not if we're talking about this stupid shit, though. No. Oh, anyway. How are your... How's life in the city? How's life in the city? How's life in the city? It's good. It's hectic. I mean, I feel like in this city, that's just a bad conversation starter. Yeah. Because it just goes to homeless and trash. I know. Real fa- and I you're know. like, all right, well. Ah, life in the city is fine. I mean, if you have money, life in any city is good. If you don't have money, life in every city sucks. Yes. Isn't that the case for mm-hmm. everything? Life is better when you have money, and life sucks when you don't. Mm-hmm. So no matter what city you're in. Um, anyway, there you go, everybody. Those are some helpful tips that will make, um, small talk go extremely well for you. Are you a long way from home? I feel like every one of these is a little perverted. They lean a little perverted. Are you alone tonight? No, they, that's one of them. Like, uh, are you, uh, are you alone tonight? Um, do you, do you need any introductions? Mm. Um, what can I do? What can I do to make you feel better? That's one of them. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if someone come? This sounds what, like shit Bill Cosby Yeah, says. like, what can I do to make you feel better? Uh, depending upon what you look like. Yeah. I, you know, like, what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be miserable at this party. I, I'll tell you what may feel better. The ride home. Yes. If you're not there. Mm-hmm. So, did you, let me ask you a question. You want, you asshole. You want to make me feel better? Tell me this. Is a sandwich, is a hot dog, <laughs> a sandwich or a, what would the other thing be? Or a hot dog, I guess. It's, I guess. Who knows? But then there's also some sandwiches, to go back to this guy, mm-hmm. 
that that the bread is not separated. I think I, I think Subway doesn't separate their bread. No, don't, do, don't they? A roll, yeah, a they, sub roll. Thank you. A lot Alex. of places cut yeah. that down the middle. They cut down the middle, like stuff everything in there. Personally, I don't like sandwiches that are two pieces of bread. I like because a lot one of roll. shit just sort of mm, flops out. Yeah, I might agree with you, Alex. I might have to. Co- I'm going to call this guy back and mm-hmm. talk to him. And see. I mean, by that logic, <laughs> Jimmy John's isn't even a sandwich place. Yes, yeah, Subway. This guy's not an expert. That's a good question. Um. What's the last concert you went to? That's a good question. Yes, What's I can't the last think of concert the, you went to. I honestly, I can't think of. I can't think of the last concert I went to. But I'm gonna tell you this. You just went I'm to thinking, Guns N' Roses. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I got that late though. It was a weird concert. It was. I mean, talk about just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. They, they were. I mean, I've seen them many times years ago, <laughs> yeah. and now they're just. They literally would not even look at the crowd. They're like, "How much longer we got to fucking yeah. Paradise City?" Bye bye. Yes. So it wasn't. It wasn't the greatest. Um, but I'm going to do this. Now, uh, this is a question I'm going to ask. I'll, I'll pose to all of you, small talk wise. Yeah. Can you go to a concert alone? Alone. Because now let me tell you, my, there, there is music that I like that my wife doesn't necessarily like. My wife is also not a big concert person because she's short. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I don't like concerts, especially grand, general admission concerts, because I can't see shit. I got to be early. You're a fucking tall guy. You could see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking down here. I can't I see people's backs. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then you take me to concerts where you know every fucking, fucking song, but I don't know every song. So I'm like, okay, then some of them I'll go to by myself, which I, I've done. That's I, my favorite way to go. I agree. So next week, I see uh, the Go-Go's are in town. The Go-Go's are playing one of these venues. I don't even know what it is. It's when it's been renamed a thousand times. Now it's the StubHub Arena or some shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, you know what? Because I see it. They're like giving the tickets away. And $20 to go see. And I'm like, you know what? I'd go see the Go-Go's by myself for 20 bucks. I like their music. I watched the documentary on them. I'm interested. It's the original five. I could go to a Go-Go's concert and have a good time. Yeah. And I might do it. Rod Stewart, Hollywood Bowl, coming up in a couple of weeks. I see Groupon, $75 Groupon, like right up in the front. Right up front. I, I fucking love Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll fucking lo- I love every second of it. Will my wife? Probably not. No. So if I drag her along, then I feel like, are you interested? This is, um, you know, Maggie May. I mean, that one she knows. But, you yeah. know, some of the other ones, she's like, I don't know the song. I'm like, eh, but I sing along to everyone. I know them all. So I sometimes I'm like I just rather go by myself. Music's that one art form where I even feel weird showing people music I like. Like it's right. just so perfect because when people show me music they like, I'm like, Ugh, it's just not. You know, it's no. You got to go alone. I agree. I agree. Same with driving. I like to drive alone. Drive alone. Drive. I got to drive. I down. like to eat alone. I, it's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I got to drive down to Brea this weekend, Sunday night with uh, Kelowna because we're going to do Heather's Juicy Scoop, Giant Juicy Scoop down there, and I'm going to drive Kelowna, but. Cologne and I, we could talk. Mm-hmm. But if we start, like if we turn on the radio or something, it feels weird because I don't know if she's in the music I'm into. So we just sit there with the music playing. Even a podcast, listen to a podcast with another person. It's weird. I don't think. No. I know a lot of you guys listen to this with your significant others, your lovers. And uh, I hope you I hope you both get you mm-hmm. know what you want out of it. Well, the problem is, is like at some point, if it's someone's not truly into it, they just start trying to talk to you over the podcast. Right. Every time I'm in the car with a podcast on with a friend, I just pause anyway, it. that's the small talk conversation. I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. I'm sorry we did a little bit of everything. We tried to give you a little. Uh, we're we're going to talk more about uh, Catster magazine uh, next week or on one of the Patreon episodes. Catster. Got that coming up. Got a ton of dates coming up. Just added Milwaukee. 
just oh. added um, a couple of cities outside of Boston uh, and Boston. You know, you, June, oh. July just added um, God Philadelphia, a city winery. Got to sell some tickets to that. Added a ton of dates. So we are uh, we're doing it. We're going to be out there in a big way. Uh, have everything up on a website that I'm getting currently built right now. It's becoming a bit of an issue. I believe I'm dealing with a person who doesn't speak English, mm-hmm. so there's a little there's some stuff lost in translation. I'm having her. I don't think she really knows what a comedian is, so I'm I'm going back and forth with her, and she keeps sending me this website that she she God bless her because I don't think I'm giving in the best directions. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's sending me a website that she believes I'm trying to be hired as a comedian. So she's sending a website where it's like, hey, everyone, I am funny. And I would yeah. love for you to hire me for your parties. Like this is yeah. what it says. Like for your bar mitzvah. She wrote this. I'm not kidding. For, and, and she put, like breaks it down to different categories. Things I would be good at performing at your party. And here's why. And she writes this. Yeah. Bar mitzvah. And she writes this. And then I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I'm already got, I already got the job. I just want you to put the dates yeah. and yeah. click on the fucking ticket links and that's it. Mm-hmm. She goes, do you have any catchphrases? It's like, no. Yeah, just, get her done. <laughs> put get her done on there. <laughs> I don't have any catchphrases <laughs> that you need to put on. So then finally, uh, Kelowna shows me her website and it's just standard fucking yeah. ticket link. I said, uh, so I sent her Kelowna's website. I said, exactly this. Yeah. That, and she goes, oh, good. This is what I wanted. Say, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, so do that. So anyway, we're up and we're going to be up and running soon. Franjola.fun. Boom. That's what I got. Franjola.fun. And it'll all be on there. And you can click away, link it up. Alex might be coming with me to certain dates. And uh, trying. we're, we're, we're going to get it all. We're going to be fun. And I have Michigan coming and all of the, I think Alaska is now happening. I know I keep saying it's not. I think it's 100% happening. I thought Alaska was this year's scam and for you. It's Well, it might be when I get there. But uh, at this point, I think I'm going to do it early May, Alaska. Okay, I think that's it. What else do we need to discuss? We've done it all. Thank you for listening, of course. Uh, get a Patreon. If you don't have it, we do Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate it. I'll see you all this weekend uh, in uh, Milwaukee and uh, Green Bay and, um, and some more places in Wisconsin. There's one more, and I keep forgetting what it is. But you know where. We're going with Fortune Feimster. Come and say hi if you listen to this podcast. Uh, I would love to chat with you. I walk around aimlessly after the show's over and uh, wait for people to come up to me and, and have some. And now that I got this small talk, uh, jibber jabber, I'll be mm-hmm. fucking ready to chat. Tell me what I can do to make you happy. Nothing. All right. Great job. What do we got to get out of here on, Figured Alex? some talking heads. We've been talking about talking. Wow. Give me okay. one you I want. I thought you would... Oh, what did you God. think I was going to go with? I thought you were going to go Air Supply, because we oh, did talk about Air Supply's about greatest Air Supply. hits, but uh, I mean, I love the talking head, so I went to see his Broadway show recently, mm-hmm. uh, American Utopia. I loved it. Not for everybody, but I enjoyed it. One, another thing I went to by myself, because yeah. I'm not going to subject everybody to that. No. Uh, you like burning down the house? Dave and Byrne, David Byrne out there barefoot in a suit, running around barefoot. Seemed to be just babbling at a couple points. You know, like, I was like, can you do that on Broadway? I think he's supposed to have a script of some sort, yeah. right? You gotta, I don't think you just make it up, but <laughs> he's David Byrne. He can do whatever he wants. He's doing you crowd know? work. Yeah, he kind of was. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It should be a little more professional. These tickets were $175. So anyway, that's that. So yeah, I mean, uh, I would love a little air supply if you can get that. Oh, I would get you air hits Because that was the one I was burned on at Columbia House. And I just don't understand these people getting burned. I And if any of you, you all, we all got to be thinking the same thing, right? 
any any of you watching these 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 docu- scam documentaries got to be thinking, how the fuck did it get to this? And the other thing, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, it seems to me that, and this wasn't worth $30? No. My father didn't think so. Oh, he was furious. And I think it was my 30 I think I paid for myself, but he was just, he just didn't like the whole ordeal. I think I left it, you know, I borrowed to his station wagon. At this time, I didn't have my own car. Probably had it in the mm. player. He'd get in the car and it was, he'd have to look. He'd hear. So good. Oh, I remember this song vividly playing WBAB 106.1. No, sorry. My apologies. That was the rock station. WBLI. WBLI was Long Island's easy listening hits. And I would sit there, I was probably 15 years old, stretching canvases at Skindali Art Company, and this song played every 25 minutes when it was a huge hit. I'm so lost without you. Oh, and I would think about, you know, some of the gals in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I would I hope that we could one day skate to this or whatever people do. I didn't get dirty. It wasn't sexual. I thought about other things, you know, holding hands, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Hopeless romantic. Exactly. I, th- I thought of things like asking them questions, like, what can I do to make you happy? This is an interesting, uh, the two of these guys. It's two men, and they kind of sing to each other. They sing uh, loving duets to each other. Oh. But I don't think they were gay. But I could be wrong. I don't mm. think they're both married men, although I have no idea. I'm making that up. They're almost like taking the opposite yeah. end of yeah. the... Yeah. I think they're Australian. I believe they're Australian. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Anyway, big hits. A lot of big hits, Air Supply. This is back when people had patience to listen to something slow like Can't Do This Now. Mm-hmm. I guess now they're, they're become a joke. It's a joke. You play the song if you want to you know, do a funny scene in a in a Will Ferrell movie. You know, oh, play this. Oh, I'm sorry, we're a joke now? Now, we weren't a joke to me when I was pulling for, pulling canvases. Nope. Scandali Art Company next to Jimmy Caranto. This is the guy, Jimmy Caranto. You might remember him if you're, if you're early listeners to this podcast. He's the guy whose parents died, lived a couple of houses down from the Frangiolas, and then Jimmy, uh, at, you know, buried his parents, stayed in the house, and he dressed up a mannequins in his parents' clothes and put them in the windows of his house. And this is not a joke. You could drive past it right now. It's on Ocean Avenue. I don't know the exact number. And you'll see mannequins in the windows dressed in his parents' clothes. That's the scariest shit I've, I've ever heard. I mean, I it, 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 you drive past it like, what the fuck? Why is there, first of all, 12 people in his house? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, they're mannequins dressed in his mom and dad's. And he would tell people it, like, proudly. Yeah. Got to swing by the house. Does you see mannequins in the window? They're wearing my parents' clothes. My dad's slacks. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I stretch canvases with him. You know, say what you want about the guy. He's a bit of a weirdo, but a very good canvas stretcher. Really good at it. You know, really good at putting the staples in. And then, of course, you know, the, the guy, Louis Kendali's son, Chris Kendali, worked there. He's a good guy. And some people come and go. You know, some shady characters come and go. But uh, for the most part, I, I handled my end. I sat in my station, pulled my canvases, made. I didn't make any problems. Sometimes I would, even, I would go as far as to put it in the frame. 
That's somebody ordered one. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants some horrible artwork for their house. Well, not only am I all out of love, everybody, I'm all out of words for you. Thank you for being Cover to Cover listeners. We love you. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.